Good morning, and welcome to CAG Radio, presented by CAG Media, an affiliate of Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is showcasing tomorrow's art giants today. CAG Media has two purposes. First is to share art business ideas, and secondly, to introduce artists to the buying public. You can listen to previously recorded shows on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio by typing in CAG Media. Or you can visit our website at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and just click on the Media tab. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is always looking for exceptional new artists. And if this describes you, visit us online to learn how to submit your artwork for consideration. If you are interested in purchasing art, please visit us online at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com. You are listening to our ongoing series, The Business of Art, with artist and poet Sharon Bell Hawkshaw. Each week, Sharon explores the business aspects behind the beautiful artwork that artists create and ultimately sell. And now, here she is, Sharon Bell Hawkshaw. Good morning. This is The Business of Art, and my name is Sharon Bell Hawkshaw. Today, we're going to be discussing how to plan an exhibit. There is so much to cover, we have decided to break this into two episodes. So today is part one. Now let's get started. It probably has become obvious to you by now that an important aspect in marketing your artwork is making sure it gets seen by the buying public. Planning an exhibition is an essential experience for every artist, and it's also a major undertaking. Before you get accepted to exhibit in a commercial gallery, you will probably need to exhibit in many other places. Finding an exhibition space is a matter of being a bit creative. Local community event calendars and cultural newspapers can alert you to non-gallery exhibitions that are already being held in your area. You can contact them and see if you can join them or you can piggyback off of their advertisement and date by holding a gallery opening yourself someplace else but close to their event. Other possible locations are coffee houses, diner clubs, nursing homes, your own personal studio, libraries, nonprofit galleries, bookstores, furniture stores, theaters, churches, shopping malls, hotel lobbies, frame shops, hospitals, your friend's home, your family's home, your co-worker's home. Now, I know this last one is a little touchy for some of you, but think about this. Treat it as if it's Avon or Tupperware. Clearly, this avenue works. They sell billions of dollars of products every single day. So treat your event like it's an Avon event. Have a door prize. Give away one of your uh, inexpensive prints as a door prize. Have a few other drawings, you know, to entice the people for coming out. Have some hors d'oeuvres and some drinks. This is an inexpensive way to do this because typically the friend or relative who's hosting it will provide the refreshments for you. So the only thing you have to do is come with your artwork, your display racks, your giveaways and brochures and, and the such. This is an awesome way to get your artwork in front of the buying public inexpensively. Your friends, your coworkers, your family members, they know people that you don't know. So this is an excellent way to broaden your audience. 
And they're also going to invite people who are, one, are interested in artwork, and two, who are probably interested in purchasing artwork. And three, they're going to help you sell your artwork because they're your loved one or someone that they care about, you know, as a family member or a co-worker or a friend, and they want to see you be successful. I would strongly suggest that maybe your first time out, make it this. These can be small little events that you can put in between the bigger events. Let's move on as to learn how to plan an, an exhibition. After you, after we go through all of the steps of playing an exhibition, you're going to appreciate uh, a gallery when they put on an, ex, an exhibition for you, and you're going to understand why they are asking 50 or 60 percent of the total sales price of your work. You'll also be able to assist your gallery in making it more profitable, in that you have several people already following you, and you also might just decide that after doing this one time that you really like it and you've decided that why well, share the money when you can keep it all for yourself. Now, I know a lot of artists who do not belong to any galleries and they don't want to belong to any galleries. They have their seven exhibits every year at the same locations every year and they make a very good living. So, you know, this could be something that you would be interested in. For your first time out, you might want to think about doing a group exhibit. This way, other people are covering your lack of experience, and they're also covering the lack of funds that you might uh, have an issue with. This can also be to your benefit in that you're sh uh, sharing the load of work and you're learning as you're going along. And your artwork is being put in front of guests that you do not know. You will need to make sure that each one of the people who are involved in the show have a clear idea of what they're committed to do, and it's best to write out a plan and have each person sign that plan that they agree that they're going to uh, be responsible for A, B, C, D, E, F, X, Y, Z. Who's going to be responsible for the publicity, the installation, the dismantling, handling the sales, the invitations, the design, and then, of course, determining how many pieces each artist can display. Let's move on to the plan. Typically, the plan is 12 months. And I know you're like, oh, my God, I have to wait a year. Well, while you're waiting for the big exhibit 12 months from now, you can be doing some of the smaller exhibits at friends' homes, families' homes, coworkers' homes, so that way you get the feel of breaking down and setting up your exhibit and talking in front of uh, prospective buyers, what to say, what not to say. You're honing your skills on a smaller audience. So that when you get to the larger exhibit, you'll be ready for them. And this is basically what galleries do. Now, you can do it quicker in seven, nine months, but for the newbie, I would say do 12 months. And then try to book this every 12 months thereafter. You want to do annual exhibits. So we'll get to that a little later on. So let's start at month 12. So just like the galleries do, you're going to start planning your exhibit 12 months prior to your intended date. You know, concentrate your search efforts for a location in your immediate area. You do not want to go far. Contact the spaces you've decided upon in your area and keep trying until you succeed. Someone is ready for your exhibit. You just have to be tenacious. When searching for the ideal space, you need to consider insurance coverage, lighting, restroom facilities, safety of area, parking, oh, huge, huge, huge. Make sure you have plenty of free lit parking. The cleanliness of the exterior and interior, the amount of wall space you have to use, 
and the accessibility for visitors, and then, of course, the date of the show. The date of the show is very important because you don't want the, the date of the show to fall on, let's say, the 4th of July. I mean, now everyone's outside enjoying the barbecue, the hot dogs, the hamburgers, and the fireworks. They're not interested in being inside and looking at a bunch of art. You need to consider the time of the year and the, and the day and the month and the week for your exhibit. Between October and December, th these are good times. You're taking advantage of the Christmas buying spirit. Springtime is also good because people are coming out of hibernation. They're purchasing homes and they're redoing their homes. And in the process of these items, you know, redoing their homes or buying new homes, they need new decoration and artwork uh, falls into that category. During the week and these non-peak sale times, after work, before dinner events, usually on Thursdays and Fridays, between 5 and 8 are always great. And Saturdays, of course, are the best time because people are, are all out shopping on Saturdays. So these are some suggestions that you can use. Now you're going to move to 10 months out. And 10 months out, you need to start thinking about your theme. The theme of your show needs to be a catchy idea that hopefully can win you some press coverage. You'll be planning refreshments, invitations, flowers, and music around this theme. You need to also coordinate this theme with your collection. Ah, that work collection. That work keeps popping up during every uh, conversation we have. Collection, collection collection. And again, the collection, very important. Is the collection large enough to fill the space that you have? Is it too large? Fitting with the theme that you want to go with? Is the collection that fits with the theme that you want to go with too small and it's not large enough to fill up all the wall space? Then do you have another collection that's similar, rational sense that it would be, you know, joined with this other collection? So think of your theme. And, uh, think outside the box. And uh, I mean, when I say think outside the box, I'm talking kick those boxes box walls down and just really get out there and think of something fabulous. Make sure that it's legal, but think of something fabulous. You're also going to be thinking about your budget, what you're going to need to consider for monetary costs, your refreshments, your framing costs, your invitations, mailings, your hired assistant, photographer, your advertising, uh, your salesperson. These are all expenses uh, that are real and legitimate expenses that you need to account for. Your advertising. Free publicity receives much better response than an ad. Only advertise if, you're, if you've studied the publication and it's very specific to your locale. Determine your target audience and you might be able to barter the cost of an ad or try to get a discount on a three-time rate. Remember that the key to a successful marketing plan is repetition, repetition, repetition. You need to get your name out there, your name out there, your name out there through as many different means as possible. So is it newspaper articles, is it online ads, is it emails, is it direct mailings, radio ads, TV ads. It's up to you in your budget, but you have it's uh, marketing only works when it's repetitive. So uh, just keep that in mind. A brochure is not necessary to make a show complete. If you do decide to print a flyer or a brochure for your exhibit, make it look fantastic. Make sure that that there are no spelling errors and that all uh, your your grammar is correct. Nothing kills a beautiful brochure than a misspelled word and poor grammar. So before you print it, make sure that it is reviewed and edited multiple times to ensure accuracy. It can make a great marketing tool after the exhibit, especially if you design it for a variety of audiences and you make it generic. 
I typically don't do it that way. I make a brochure specifically to the event, and then, but I only print a certain amount. If it's a small event, then I'm only going to print 150, 200 brochures. If it's a larger event, then I'll print 1,000 brochures. But it's specific to that event, and I always make arrangements with the, the space that whatever brochures are left are put into a stand so that they become a takeaway. So weeks, months after the event, people are still picking up this advertisement of this event that occurred at that particular location. For those of you who can afford to make a very specific uh, brochure, then do that. If you can't afford to make a very specific brochure, make a generic brochure. If you can't afford it, don't worry about it. Don't do it. It's not going to break or make your exhibition. So let's move on to eight months out. Confirm the date of your exhibit in writing with a user-friendly letter directed to the building owner or representative and discuss your hanging plan, refreshment plan, the timing, and publicity. Make sure the owner of the space understands all the details you have in mind. Ask any questions at that time that you have from them so that you can, if you don't like the answers that you get, you have plenty of time to make other arrangements. Also, find out from them what are they contributing or can they contribute to the advertising, to the marketing, uh, to the refreshments, or anything else besides just giving you the space. At this time out, eight months out, you're also going to want to create your invitation list. And that's going to include art consultants, uh, newspaper writers, um, local TV personalities, art councils, museum curators, uh, relatives, friends, coworkers, other artists that you know, patrons of the arts, art critics and editors, previous clients if you've sold in the past. I would invite your representative, your senator, your governor, if you're in the city where the governor house uh, sits. Uh, the mayor of your city, uh, invite any politician you can possibly invite. Because guess who comes with the politicians? The press. And that's free advertising for you. Invite everybody who's a member of that business organization, hotels, anybody in the tourist, the tourist industries, the tourist organizations, hotel operators, concierge, bell people, bellmen, bellwomen, anybody uh, that has anything to do with tourists, definitely have them on your list and invite them because tourism is big business. And when tourists come into town, they all they want to buy things that remind them of the, their trip. And if you're an artist who does cityscapes, landscapes, seascapes of the area that you live in, then you're golden. That is just untapped resources that you're just not taking advantage of. So six months prior to your event, we're going to create the publicity plan. You're going to include some wild promotion ideas as possible. The wilder the better. Start creating your press releases. Uh, get help editing the, uh, the press releases. Do you want the press releases to coordinate with your invitations? If you do, then you need to consider that in your plan. Press releases typically go out later on in the, uh, when you get closer to the day of the event or the month of the event, but you need to start writing the press releases now. You need to contact the different agencies that you're going to be sending these press releases to to find out how you present a press release to them. They're all different. Some want them by email. Some want them by mail. Some, you know, say the press releases can't be any more than 180 characters. Some are 600 characters. You need to know what you're doing. So this is why we're doing this six months out because everywhere you send a press release, it's not going to be the same press release. And at the same token, when you send the press release, make sure that you send a black and white photo because, again, press releases, they're printed in black and white. And when you send a color picture, it just becomes a big blah of dark gray in the middle of a box. 
So if you don't have a black and white photo of yourself, have your friend take a picture of you and then have it produced in black and white. You can do that at the Walgreens or the CVS store. Those uh, little kiosks, you can turn any color image into a black and white. And you definitely want it to be an interesting shot with a smile on your face, dress nice. You don't want the shot of you in a bar holding a beer. No, that's not what you want. So get a nice headshot of yourself that you can use moving forward and get the headshot in both color and in black and white. With your invitations, be creative. You don't need to spend a lot of money and perhaps a bit of time uh, will go much further than uh, actually spending a lot of money. Uh, use your lot of budget wisely. Uh, you're starting to design this three months before you need to print it so you can think and rethink your approach. It is no small matter to create an attractive marketing piece. A simple postcard, even in black, can be very striking. Uh, maybe you want to make more formal invitations, one that's enclosed uh, in an envelope and that's embossed. Many invitations are available these days that can be printed directly from your computer. If you have the money, then definitely take it to a professional printer, a company to actually produce the invitations for you. They do look different. They do look better. But, you know, you, you can produce a quality invitation from your own home printer and computer. Now, with the invitations, especially with art invitations, I wouldn't even go so far as to do the one in the envelope. I would do a postcard. I think the postcard invitations are actually more fitting for an event like this than a, a formal invitation in an envelope. I always use postcards, and on my postcards, I always have a couple of images of my artwork and then all of the pertinent information. And when I say all the pertinent information, I mean all the pertinent information. The address of where the exhibit is going to be held, the date of the exhibit, the hours of the opening, and the directions on how to get to it. I mean, all of the, and the phone number of the location. I mean, all of this is very important. I have received so many invitations in my, in my time. That have been have, that have missed something, missed the directions, missed the address, missed the day, missed the time. I mean, you know, you need to answer all the questions: who, what, when, where, you know, and why. And why is you know the images that you put on the postcard and you make it enticing? You tell them that there's going to be finger food and cocktails and or libations and music, and it's a, it's an event, something that they want to come to. Have a door prize. Give them a reason why why to come. Think about it. You have time to write a very good invitation, and that's why you're starting far enough out. And then once you finish running the invitation, do a mock copy of it and let other people see it. Uh, show it to a family member. Show it to a business people. Show it to other artists and get their criticisms. And then take those criticisms and apply them if they make sense. You want the most perfect invitation possible, free of grammar uh, mistakes and free of spelling mistakes. All right, we've gone a little long today, so I think we should stop here. We covered a, quite a bit of information and a lot to digest. We will pick this conversation up next Saturday, and we will conclude our conversation on planning an exhibit. As always, you can review this episode and any episode in the CAG Media Library in the following locations iTunes, type in CAG Media, Blog Talk Radio, type in CAG Radio, or visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery online and click on the Media tab. Please note that all shows will post after they have aired. CAG Online is always looking for exceptional new artists. If this describes you, visit us online to learn how to submit your work for consideration. Also, Con Contemporary Art Gallery Online is now holding monthly art competitions. The first competition will be in September, and the theme is Landscapes. 
All 2D artists are called upon to make online submissions for inclusion into the gallery's September 2012 online group exhibition. They encourage entries from all artists, regardless if you consider yourself to be an amateur artist or a professional artist, by submitting their best non-representational art. All entries must be available for purchase. For further details, please go to Contemporary Art Gallery Online and click on the Art Competition tab at the top of the page. As always, have a wonderful day and keep creating. Bye. You have been listening to The Business of Art, presented by CAG Media, an affiliate of Contemporary Art Gallery Online. You can find The Business of Art radio show, along with the other media programs presented by CAG Media, on our website at www.contemporaryartgalleryonline.com, on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio, and just type in CAG Media. Contemporary Art Gallery is always looking for exceptional new artists. This describes you. Visit us online to learn how to submit your artwork for consideration. If you're interested in purchasing art, please visit us at our website, contemporaryartgalleryonline.com. We'll see you next Saturday at 11 a.m. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful afternoon.